Good morning and welcome to this episode of Heal Your Codependency with Marshall Bircher. I'm Marshall Bircher. I'm your guide in healing codependency so you can stop fixing yourself, you can start loving yourself, so you can go out and create the things that really matter to you, the relationships, the success, the prosperity, the peace of mind that you want in your life. You want to actually enjoy your life? I can help you accomplish those things. That's what we're here to do. So excited to be here with you guys today. Today we're going to jump into a topic called Do You Outsource Your Worth? Are you seeking your worth from people, places, and things outside of yourself. Very crucial component of our healing um, is involved in this. So we're going to jump into that today. Before we do that, I'm going to get this shared out to the community real quick. So the community is where I offer you additional guidance, deeper uh, tools, and support in your healing journey beyond codependency so that you can discover what matters to you and you know actually discover I'm not codependent, something I had to live through, go out and create the things that matter to you in your world. So uh, well, we'll see if Facebook wants to do its job here or not. There it goes. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm going to get this shared out here real quick. To join the community, you can all you got to do is check the link above. And if you're on Facebook, below on YouTube, and uh, click on it, come join us. Also, if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell, and hit that like button. And guys, if you like this video, share it out to people you know could benefit from it too. Thank you for doing that. Okay, so let me know in the comments below your thoughts on today's training. So let's jump in here. So yeah, let's see. I'll get the right title. Do you seek your worth through others? Do you outsource your worth? Are you trying to find it through other people, places, and things? We do this all the time. This is something that we're kind of configured, programmed. We are conditioned to do this, especially if we grew up in family systems, cultural systems, religious systems that taught us that the approval of someone else is more important in our sense of safety, our sense of connection, and our sense of identity. We've been taught that other people, places, or things are what make us valuable. Their approval, being included, being liked, being wanted, <laughs> um, having a certain level of status or wealth, having certain kinds of attributes, being valued only because of specific attributes in your experience will configure you to believe that your value is conditional, that it's transactional, that it is dependent on some specific uh, condition or outcome or situation. Further, and this is really deep stuff right here, at least in my experience, our sense of worth is directly impacted by the way people respond to our pain, by the way they respond to our needs, by the way they respond to boundaries and to our uniqueness, our individuality. And when that, those things are received with shame or indifference, when they are received with um, antagonism, criticism, things like that, we, will, we may internalize that as there is something wrong with who we are. And then we have to try to fix ourselves to become worthy of being lovable and being loved. So these are ways in which we've learned to, to outsource our worth and we've learned to believe that our worth is dependent on something outside of ourselves. 
Now, if we're in dealing with codependency, this is how we survived. Because we didn't grow up in an environment. We didn't thrive in, a, in relationships where we were seen and valued and loved for who we are. We, we experienced a lot of indifference, a lot of criticism, a lot of neglect, and a lot of uh, shaping, like being told what we should be and shouldn't be, what we should do and should not do. And our value, our worth is attached to these things. Um, and the way the person is responding to us in those things. So it's no wonder that we seek our value through other people, places, and things. I mean, even marketing does this. We're inundated all the time with, oh, if you don't drive this kind of car, or you don't have this kind of job, or you do this thing or that thing. It's everywhere. We get this messaging all the time that we're not worthy because of X, Y, Z. We don't have worth because of this condition or that thing, whatever. Let me know in the comments below what kind of, what thing your worth is attached to. What have you been taught determines your value? For me, I, I was taught it was my height, it was my looks, I was taught it was my, my job, how much money I make. It was also taught me being a nice boy, being an obedient child, um, making people happy, making them feel good that kind of thing, all was how I had worth. And when I didn't know those things, I didn't have worth. All right. So let me know in the comments what your experience has been there. So this, this seeking of worth outside of ourself is something called external orientation. So in codependency, we are externally oriented in order to survive because we're not being properly nourished emotionally. We're not being cared for. We're not being protected. And the people who are in charge of us, especially if we're a child in this, have not helped us turn inward to find out and discover our own feelings, our own senses, our own worth, our own individuality. Instead, they want us to be a particular way so that they can get what they want from us. So we were taught to be externally oriented rather than internally oriented. So in this process of seeking our value through others, we are acting out the way we learned how to survive. Hey, I know I'm worthy if someone loves me. It's a common codependent fantasy. I'm lovable when I'm loved. I'm not lovable when I'm not. That kind of thing. I have value if I achieve certain things. If I'm an overachiever or a high achiever, my value is determined by the productivity I create because that's how I got attention. That's how I got love. That's what I got praised for. So you can see through these examples how a person became conditioned to believe their worth is dependent on these factors. So that's called external orientation. So how do we get out of this trap? How do we get out of the trap of seeking our worth through others? This is key. This is hard work. I'm, I can be really upfront. <laughs> this is deep work to liberate our worth from these external conditions and to learn to feel it, to discover it, to trust it, embody it, and express it in our world. And that's what we do in the Indomitable Worth System. That's what we'll be starting in the Indomitable Worth Discovery Workshop that starts the 25th. And what this process is doing is it's doing something called internal orientation, where we start to learn to seek within ourselves, to listen within ourselves, to connect within our lived experience, our feelings, 
our perceptions, our thoughts, our uh, perspectives on things, our senses of things. We move inward rather than outward to feel worth, to access it, to resource it from within ourselves. In my work, I, I move my students and clients towards this thing called indomitable worth. Big word. Basically, it means invulnerable, immutable, and innate. So that's something that we're made of. And this indomitable innate worth has no uh, what's called contingencies or justification for its existence. It just is. It's what we're made of. So in my work, I, I guide my students to experience and connect with that and to start sourcing their sense of worth from that place. And what this does is it starts to bring them into contact with their lived experience because the pain that we carry with us from the rejections and the abandonments and the criticisms and the, the harm and the neglect and the indifference, the, all that pain that we carry, we think that pain defines us. It is the it's what justifies the conclusion that oh, I have no value. I mean, if I had value, I wouldn't be treated this way. If I had worth, they would love me and I wouldn't feel this way, right? So the pain is like this justification or this confirmation of the conclusion we've made about ourselves that we have no value. In my work, the liberation of ourselves from this transactional value involves that pain. It means we come in contact with the pain and we start caring for the pain. We acknowledge it. We treat it as real and valid. We endorse it. It's like, yeah, of course I feel all this shame about myself. I was repeatedly shamed. I wasn't received. I wasn't loved. I wasn't cared for who I am. I was taught that I had to be a specific way to get love or to have value or to be worthy. No wonder I feel all this shame. No wonder I feel all this insecurity because my I, I was frequently criticized or put down or shown how my difference was wrong or bad or not wanted. I wasn't chosen because I'm not a certain way. So I concluded I'm not worth that. We get into that pain, we start caring for it. And that actually liberates us from this transactional cycle we're stuck in, this trap of seeking our value outside ourselves. Because it's that pain that is the fuel source that drives those behaviors. We don't have that pain. Instead, we're oriented towards our innate, indomitable worth. We start expressing something very different, like boundaries, preferences. We start seeing that criticism, being shamed and put down and um, you know, attacked for who we are, is not something we're going to tolerate. We have a boundary there. We start seeing that rejection is a filter rather than a judgment. And we start choosing what we want rather than reacting to what's going on around us. That's the power of coming into indomitable worth. We become freer and freer of our internalized sense of inadequacy or shame or insecurity or unworthiness. We liberate ourselves from that. And then we can have contact with our own real voice, what really matters to us. We can know... Um, We'll be more in contact with our intuition. We'll be able to express ourselves in a, a way that feels authentic and real to us, feels genuine to us, and that allows people to see us for who we are. And that means we're going to be able to choose people who fit with us better. 
and then we're going to say no to those who don't better. We get better quality friendships and relationships out of this. We start being able to tap into our purpose, our sense of why we're here and what we're here to do, what we're here to create and contribute, and what we want to receive. Because a lot of times our wants and desires are tangled up in this sourcing of our value outside of ourselves. Like, oh, I, I want this particular thing. And then the subcontract is because it makes me feel worthy. Makes me feel like I'm a lovable person. We see this all the time with material objects. That's kind of what marketing does to us these days. Hey, you don't have this particular kind of makeup. You don't drive this particular kind of car. You don't have this handbag. You don't live in this particular lifestyle. Then something's wrong with you. But I, you know, for $10 million, I help you get that, that done, right? Our worth is constantly being attacked and being um, at, attached to things that it, it's intrinsically not attached to. It's our belief that it is that gets us hooked into this cycle of seeking our value outside of ourselves. So our work here is to make contact with our pain, to care for it, as well as opening up to the discovery and experience of indomitable worth. Like, despite my circumstances, I can access a sense of worth in me that is alive, bright, and centered within me. And then that can guide me through my circumstances. That's the work here. So how do we start this process? Well, I'm going to give you a little tool, a little practice to do today. It's a little question you can play with to help you on this journey of discovery of indomitable worth, but also ending this trap of seeking your worth through others. And it starts with this question. What shifts if you trust just a bit that your worth does not depend on that person, place, or thing? So I'll give it to you one more time. What shifts if you trust just a bit that your worth does not depend on that person, place, or thing? Take a moment and check in with how that feels in your body. What starts to come up for you? For me, there's some relief. There's actually some tears. I can feel an upwelling of, of, of tears of relief. Like, oh yeah, that's, I'm safe. I'm okay. Sounds like I was <laughs> externally oriented in some place there. I'll let that land. I'll let that take up some space. Because whatever shows up there is valid and real. It needs your care. It needs to be valued. It needs to be heard. It needs to be seen. Satori says, a sigh. Yeah, well, like, like a letdown. Like your body goes, oh. If that's what it is, wow, your body's like, oh. I don't have to fight so hard. I have to work so hard. I don't have to press so hard. See, we already have the worth within us. It's already there. Our job isn't to fix ourselves. It isn't to change ourselves. It is to become aware of it, liberate it from all these conditions, and then connect with it, embody it, and express it in our world. And that's what we do in the Indomitable Worth System. So the Indomitable Worth System starts February 7th. Enrollment for the course will open January 21st. But the workshop is open for enrollment. This is where I help you start discovering the possibility of an Indomitable Worth and then actually start discovering it. The reason why I run this workshop, because it's steps one and two of the whole system, is so you can get an experience with me and see if my approach, my energy, makes sense for you so that you can make an informed choice about joining 
the big system and making the big change for you. So come and join us on that. It's $50 unless you have a hardship, then it's 25 bucks. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and it's on my front page of my website at freetheself.com. So come join us and let's see what you discover or who you discover you were beyond this conditional value, beyond all these attachments to pleasing others or trying to be perfect or trying to earn it by being a high achiever. What would you do with your life if you didn't have to invest all that time and energy into trying to have worth and instead you had it? What would shift for you? That's, that's what I want to see happen for you. Okay. Uh, Stan says, what's here feels more valuable. Yeah. It's already here. So let's help you discover that. Thank you, my friends, for showing up, for being here, for supporting me in this work, supporting my work and bringing it out into the world. I appreciate you. Play with this question and let's see what you discover. And Come join us in the workshop happening January 25th and 27th. It's a two-day workshop. And let's see what else you discover. So go gently with yourselves, and I'll see you in our next training. Bye-bye.